From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what the slippery slope of having a work spouse and what you need to do to put guardrails around yourself and marriage to protect both. And I want you to think about this quote that talks about emotional infidelity. It says, most people involved in emotional affairs will downplay the seriousness of the event by claiming that they are just friends or it's not a big deal. Nothing Mm. happened. That happens a lot when you're talking about the idea of work spouses. And we're going to be digging Mm -hmm. into that today. But those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, first and foremost, we want to welcome you. We are so glad that you are here. And whether you came via iTunes because you saw it posted up there or a friend said, hey, you need to check this out, you are in an amazing place. And we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage Show with a hug. Mm -hmm. And the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone who's experiencing hope or breakthrough in their marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by Canvas People, and you can check them out at canvaspeople.com. And Canvas People, this is what we love about them. They have such an easy-to-use photo-to-canvas service that takes your favorite photo memories and turns them into a beautiful work of art that you can have hanging up on your wall, Mm -hmm. that you can have, you know, all different types of materials. It's wonderful. And, you know, so often, and I am so guilty of this, we snap all those pictures And then they go into no man's land known as the photo app on our phones. That's right. Right. They just kind of sit there and they rot away. And this is an opportunity through canvas people to give those photos life and, and to really bring those that you love and get them up on your walls. Mm -hmm. Be it your home or your office or anywhere. Absolutely. And you know, here's the thing I love too, is that they have served over a million customers. These guys know what they're doing. Their high quality canvases are made right here in the United States, which actually contributes to more jobs. Mm-hmm. Yay for that. They've got fast shipping and incredible attention to detail. And they've got a special offer for the one family. We love bringing you guys special offers. Now, normally their 11 by 14 canvases are priced at $69.99, but a limited time offer, you can get one free canvas, one free 11 by 14 canvas. You're just going to pay the shipping. So don't miss out. Go to canvaspeople.com and enter promo code marriage to get that special deal. You know, I'm just curious. What are you going to snap? Hey, and last week we talked about Christmas coming up. We talked about the financial side of Christmas coming up. Holidays here. Guys, I'm telling you, go snap a photo somewhere with you and your spouse, upload that, go to canvaspeople.com, enter that promo code marriage, and you're going to get it. You're going to get the 11 by 14 for free. Just pay that shipping and you're good to go. There's one of your gifts already under the tree. Let's go. Let's do it. So this hug comes from an email that we recently received. And this wife says, my husband and I have been married for 20 plus years. Amen. We have two children, one in college and one about to graduate high school. Our marriage has been in a rut for about 15 years Mm. and God has really laid it on our hearts as we have our last child graduating that we really needed to try again. Mm. This summer has been transformational to say the least. In searching for good marriage quote stuff, my husband came across your podcast. It is amazing and is opening so many doors for us. Thank you for opening your lives to us. We are enjoying all of it. Yes. 
I love it. I love it. I love it, man. And, and here's the thing. Guys, I, I need to let you know this episode that you're listening to right now, this is number 399, which means that one week from this release is going to be episode 400. And for those of you that haven't been around for 100, 200, or 300, or maybe you were, and you're just so excited like we are, episode 400 is all hugs. You're going to be hearing from folks in the one family literally around the world. Now, we want to make sure that if you've got a hug that you want to share with the one family that you get it in, you can send it to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com, put in the subject 400th show, or give us a call on the hug hotline at 858-876-5663 to be included. Now, Tony shared with you at the very start that we're going to be talking about that slippery slope of having a work spouse. And we've kind of touched on this subject in the past, not really dedicated a whole show to it. We've talked about work spouses mm-hmm. and having friends of the opposite sex and whatnot, but it came to a head this week because I recently had a conversation with a husband who had made mention of the fact that his wife has a work husband and it had crossed the line right? Which is where today's quote came from about emotional infidelity and we're just friends or, you know, nothing's really happened. And, you know, this husband is now finding himself in a situation where his wife is more emotionally invested with her work husband than she is with him, her married, I do until death do us part husband. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it, it got us really thinking, you know what, we probably need to address this topic, and I'm going to let you all know from the get-go, this is a topic that gets Tony really fired up. So you may hear in this week's show a little bit more fire coming out of Tony, because this is one that like literally like smoke comes out of his ears when he thinks about this. And- Here's what it's like for me. And when I hear this, when, when, when we're sitting with somebody, we're talking with somebody, and they go, oh, well, you know, my work husband, my work wife, what it is to me, it's like nails on a chalkboard. That that grading, oh my goodness, and and it just it, it it just it irritates me, and I'm glad we're bringing it to you guys because I think you're gonna find out if this is something that you're speaking into your life why we need to cut it off and we got to stop it. And for those of you that have been around for a little while, you know that I like having definitions so that we're all you know, all of us that are listening to the show are playing on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, the definition of a work spouse is a coworker of the opposite sex with whom you have a close platonic relationship. It can cross the line. It In can. many ways, these relationships can mirror a real marriage. The problem becomes as to how close they mirror a real marriage. And, you know, I, I started thinking as we were preparing for the show, I'm like, I need to know what the research is saying about this. And there was actually this study that was done in 2010, which I have to tell you, I know it's seven years and some of you are like, Alisa, that's a little bit old. This situation is not getting any better, right? In fact, with technology and with the amount of time that we're spending at work, I I wish I could have found something more recent Hmm. because I think the numbers are probably higher. But here's here's what was going on in 2010. 65% of the respondents reported having a work spouse. Right. And this was a study, I think it was 640 people. Okay. 24% of those continued to communicate via text, email, and phone calls after hours or on the weekends. 33% of the respondents said that their spouse's work, spouse's, work spouse's appearance is important to them. And that got me thinking, I'm like, why are we spending so much time looking at how oh. somebody else looks? Mm-hmm. Right? Should be putting that focus on our spouse. Absolutely. Our actual spouse. 
Mm-hmm. Now, these next couple, 63% were discussing health issues with their work spouse. 59% confided in their work spouse about at-home problems. And 35% discussed their sex life with their work spouse. Mm. Tony's starting to smoke, you guys. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. We start discussing those topics with somebody that we're not married to and we're opening the door. Mm-hmm. Right? 13% of those surveyed said they had a personal interaction with their work spouse that they later regretted. 8% of respondents crossed the line with their work spouse, while another 9% said they were uncertain if they had crossed the line. How are you uncertain? How are you uncertain? Well, it goes back to the quote that I opened the show with, that, that there's the state of denial that a lot of people live yeah. in, right? And yeah. 22% of married people said that their real spouse does not know about their work spouse. We got secrets going on here. We've got denial going on here. We've got doors that are opening up vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. right? And I get it because for the vast majority of people, you spend more time awake and energized at the office than you do at home with your spouse, right? We're working longer hours as a society. We are, you know, it's not like companies are all men or all women. I've been there. One of the jobs that I had um, early on in our marriage, I was in a company where the sales force was like 99% men. And then there were three of us women who were on the sales force. Mm-hmm. Who was I spending all my time with? I was spending all my time with guys. And Tony and I were not in a good place in our marriage. And I've shared uh, over the years of doing the show that there were times, I never actually, I had one guy friend that I was really close to. I never called him my work husband because I didn't know the term at the time. But in all honesty, that's where we'd gone, mm-hmm. right? He and I would talk about all of those things. We'd talk about our health. I'd complain about Tony because I didn't know better at the time. We would talk, I don't, I can't remember if we talked about our sex life, but I'm sure we did because I knew what was going on in his relationship, mm-hmm. right? So all of these things. And, and on top of that, nowadays, the connectivity of our world makes it so easy to stay in connection. That's why 24% of the respondents are staying connected outside of work. Because text, email, phone calls, it's so easy. And we understand. Like, can I be really clear? Tony and I know you got to get your work done. But we're not talking about work. Mm-mm. We're talking about when, when the relationship falls into that area where you're more emotionally and perhaps even physically involved with your work spouse. And Tony and I were having a conversation. And, and he brought it up. He goes, Elisa, it's all about the words that you're speaking into your marriage. Right. You know, for me is when I see this and we begin to speak the words. And, and Elise and I have spoken about that here on the show. The, the, we have power in our words. Mm-hmm. And so when we are saying that, hey, I have a work wife or, you know, a work husband, to me in my mind, what's the difference between that person and the person that I'm sleeping with in my home, in my bed? Because our mind is powerful, and our power and our mind associates wife doesn't hear that first part. That's just hear, an adjective, right? It doesn't hear that first part, so it's hearing wife, and wife becomes that other person, mm-hmm. and boy, can that put us in a bind, and then in a place where you know the the, the stats are bearing out. It's not a good place to be because our mind is powerful. And it's, it's opening the door. Like when I started seeing those statistics on, you know, what is being shared 
Mm-hmm. That's when I started to get really freaked out because when we start talking about, you know, our health, like what's going on with us physically, what's going on with us at home. And, you know, you guys have heard on the show, you know, I don't need to go talk to another man because I talked to all of you all about what's going on between Tony and I, right? Because we've talked about it first. So it's not like he's not hearing about this kind of stuff. But when you don't have that close group of same sex friends, so I'm mm-hmm. talking about like your girlfriends or your buddies or that, that one person, that mentor, somebody that you can turn to and you start confiding in somebody of the opposite sex. Let me tell you about the vulnerability that opens up, right? Because all of a sudden you're, creating this emotional connection with somebody that was not put into your life to meet that emotional need. They're a coworker. They aren't placed there to be the shoulder for you to cry on. And now you may be going, but Elisa, they're easier to talk to. They'll listen to me. I, I, can, I can really share from my heart. Y- you know what? You know what that tells me? It tells me you haven't been watering the home, the ground, the seed that you have already in your life. That's what that tells me. Now, for those of you who are like, whoa, we're not in this situation or whatever, you may not be, but you may have a friend. Mm-hmm. This is where we as the one family are the light of the world and we can talk to other people. So hear us out here. But when you tell me that, it just tells me that instead of working on where you're at now, you've just gone to what's easier. Like, it's like, oh, well, it's just easier over here. So I'm going to talk to them instead of really talking to my husband or my wife, you know, because they've shut me down or whatever. Yes. Hey, we get that. We've been there. That's why we, we do our coffee breaks on a weekly basis because that opens up that conversation for us. That's why we wrote Connect Like You Did when you first met because that opens up questions that maybe we're not talking because we get into that rut, into that routine, because all you're seeing over there is something new and they're going to listen to you and this, that, and the other. But I'll tell you, if you do the work right at home, you know, with your, with your, the real wife, your real husband, you'd be surprised at what's going to happen. Yeah. And we'll actually put a link. There's a show that we did years ago called the grass isn't always, always greener. greener. Yeah. Great. Oh, what a great show. Yes. And so we'll put a link to that. Cause as soon as Tony said, you know, grass greener, I'm like, Oh, we need to link to that show. But, but here's the thing this person that you're developing this emotional relationship with, you you're opening the situation for them to, to know what's wrong in your life and to kind of be that, that perfect solution to it. Right. Because if they know what's wrong at home, well, Hey, look at me. Like, I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm looking good. I don't have I any of those listen issues. To I'll you. listen to you. you know, I will pay attention to you. I will do all of these things. Right. And, and I'm not saying that everyone, starts out with malicious intent. Can I be really clear here? You know, it's interesting how often, you know, affairs and whatnot start out of friendships, mm-hmm. right? There, there's never this like, you know, it's like, um, we heard this pastor speak. She's like, nobody wakes up and says, today's the day I'm going to have an affair. Today's the day I'm going to cross the line in my marriage. Like people don't wake up thinking that. It's a lot of little decisions. It's those times when you're saying, you know what? We're just going to go grab lunch, just the two of us. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? Let's, yeah, let's grab drinks after work. Or it's when you find yourself at, you know, late at night texting the other person about something that has nothing to do with work. And then for me, where it really begins to start crossing the line is when you actually begin to tell people that this is your work, husband, this is your work, 
wife. Like, first off, it starts out of, like Elisa said, you don't just wake up and go, oh, hey, I'm, I think I'm going to cheat on my wife today. No, it's usually the internally you're going, yeah, this, this friendship has grown up in our, in our work, in, our, in my workplace, and she's great, and I've, I've been able to confide in her and all the things that we've been talking about. And in your mind, you're like, oh, that's my work wife. And then it begins to move to the point where you start telling people that. And then it gets to the point where maybe you've talked to your spouse and it even you even share it with your spouse and your spouse is like, okay, yeah, and, and is honestly most likely mortified. And yet you guys don't have the communication or the emotional intimacy for them to speak up and truthfully share with you because you're going to get angry at them and tell them that they're in the wrong. Right, because we're just friends or nothing's happened. or And actually, according to the statistics, you know, roughly a quarter of the folks that have a work spouse aren't telling their spouse. So, mm-hmm. so there's a quarter of people not telling their spouse. Some of you may tell your spouse, but you're going to downplay it and be like, you know what? We're just friends. This is, you know, somebody has got my back at work. They know me. They, they're helping me do this. We, we talk about that. And yet, you know, the relationship starts to grow past that coworker relationship. I mean, when 33% of the respondents are, you know, interested or aware of their, you know, work spouse's appearance, um, mm. Why are you focusing on that? Why does it matter? Mm-hmm. Right? If, if this is the beauty is in your in your spouse at home. Well, and if this is a coworker, then how they look should be irrelevant. Th- this is somebody that you are doing a job with. Mm-hmm. But when it starts to cross that line, when you find yourself being emotionally invested into what this person looks like, when you start letting down your guardrails in your marriage that's when things get really dicey. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that work spouses, I mean, this, the numbers play out. You know, 13% said they had a personal interaction with their work spouse that they later regretted. 8% repeatedly crossed the line. And so we're talking over a quarter, right? Guys, we have got to be, we, we've got to be aware that there's a slippery slope out there, that it's not just friends, that it's not a big deal should be stricken from our vocabulary. Our marriage, your marriage needs to be the priority. And we want to share what you can do to avoid the slippery slope or what you can do to pull yourself back from a relationship that's gotten too cozy. Cause I mm-hmm. know there are folks listening to the show that fall into one of those two camps, right? But before we do that, I want to remind you Don't forget to take advantage of the incredible offer from Canvas people to get that free 11 by 14 Canvas where you're only going to pay shipping and handling. Go to canvaspeople.com and use promo code marriage. Like Tony said, it's a great idea to be thinking about that for a Christmas present this year. Mm -hmm. So it's time to ask yourself the question, have I become emotionally involved with my work spouse? Right? And I will tell you, some of you are like, at least I'm ready to turn this off right now. I'm going to, I'm going to encourage you not to, because if that's a thought that's going through your head, you better listen to what's coming next. Cause we got to break off with what's, what's binding you up. Absolutely. You know, you ask yourself these questions. Do I depend on them for my emotional needs? Do I ride a roller coaster depending on our interactions? Right. I've heard that. Like when, when things are good with my work spouse, I'm good. And when things aren't, it's like, it's like a breakup hmm. folks. This is a coworker. This is a coworker that we're talking about. You know, am I confiding in them about topics that would make my husband or wife uncomfortable, angry, or upset? Okay. If, if I were to go to another man, like, let me just paint a picture for you here. 
if I were to go to another man and be like, I got to tell you about like what Tony did in bed last week and Tony found out it would make him uncomfortable and angry. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, because that is between Elisa, myself, and God. That's that, it. That's it. That's, you know, we, we've we made that very clear to each other. So if, if she goes outside of that, or if I do, mm-hmm. then, then we've broken that bond, that trust that we have in one another. You know, other question to ask, would my husband or wife be okay with the amount of time or the amount of communication that we have if they knew how much? Right. If your spouse were to pick up your phone or go through your emails, would they be okay with the number of interactions that the two of you are having? Do I find myself or do you find yourself fantasizing about spending more time with your work spouse? You know, are you thinking about them in that way? And I'll tell you if the answer to any of these questions is a yes, and it's time to address the issue. The, you know, it's like the, uh, the old expression, Houston, we have a problem. problem. Yeah. We have a problem. Yeah. And let's start with your language. Right? Can, can we come and just start with the words that we're speaking in our marriage? It's why Tony gets so upset. Mm-hmm. The language that you speak, folks, has so much power. You hear it. It's why we do the show. It's an audio show. Why? Because there's power in words. So we've got, we've got to look at the fact that you have a wife or you have a husband. You don't need the work version of that. And it's exactly what I was sharing earlier because you do not, your brain does not hear the word work. It hears the word wife or husband after it and boom, you're in that spot. If I have Elisa, she is my wife and we've built up this bond, this connection, the vows that we have made to one another. And then I put that onto someone else, another woman. Believe me, there is going to be this transition, and I don't even know if I'd call it a transition, but there's going to be this, this movement of this, the things that I do with Elisa can happen with this other woman. Mm-hmm. And it's going to start slow. It, it may not lead all the way to, to sex on the, the first or second or third time. And yet over time, it's going to go there. Mm-hmm. It's going to lead there. Because I'm, I'm speaking truth into that area. And we cannot allow it to happen. And that's why you need to change your language to something that's less intimate and mm-hmm. more professional as you begin to set up the guardrails in your marriage, right? If I have a coworker, I don't look at coworkers in the same way that I look at husband, mm-hmm. right? So we start changing the language there. You start changing. And when you change your language, you change your mindset, right? So, so that's the first level. What you speak about, you bring about. So if you want to have a more professional relationship, you start speaking that into existence. The next thing is, what are those things that you're talking about with Mm -hmm. your coworker, right? The things that I talk about with Tony look very different than the things I talk about with coworkers, right? It's no more, let's talk about everything, right? We've got to start putting guardrails in place around what is, what is, um, what's the word? What is, it's special to the marriage, right? What the is covenant. the covenant? You want to call you. it the I'm covenant, like, the, the like vows. Significant, yes. Right. To the marriage, right. That has to be, that has to be special. That has to be sacred. Sacred is the word I was using sacred, for. Beautiful. What is sacred to the marriage, right? You know, so we're not going to talk about everything. We're going to stick with the work related topics and the work, the professional relationship. And, and I want to bring up something here. This, yeah. this is a place where 
I hear from a lot of guys going, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. The work spouse. The work spouse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt them. Like, w- wait a minute. Okay. If, if, can I just say that if that's mm-hmm. your thought, you got an issue. Mm-hmm. Th- this has crossed the line. Mm-hmm. And that's where I wanted to lead so. to is that y- y- hold on. So so you're willing to give everything up. Everything that you've done with your spouse that you lay in bed with every night because you don't want to hurt this person's feelings. And like Elisa said, if that's something that you're thinking now, please understand we come we come here with love first and foremost. We, we want to love on you because we want you to understand that you got to you got to understand, man, you, you made the vows with your spouse on your wedding day. They are the most important person. Their emotional state, their feelings should be the, the utmost importance to you, not this other person. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a place, folks, where you're struggling, you're like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck in a, a rock in a hard place and, and I'm, I'm lost. I don't, I'm isolated. I don't know what the words to use, whatever it may be. Uh, I'm going to ask you, go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash coaching and truly pick up, pick up a session and have a conversation with somebody who is on your side to, to save your marriage so that you can have the extraordinary marriage that you desire. Okay, don't isolate yourself Mm -hmm. because isolation will allow you to stay in the same place, worrying about somebody that you have not made vows with and pushing aside your spouse. And and as we're talking about this, you know, and we're talking about, you know, who talks to what and and, and that type of thing, I really want to have you understand that if you don't talk about the emotional topics with this person, kind of those off, um, those topics that should be sacred to your marriage, then you're not going to allow the opportunity for the emotional connection between the two of you to take mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. right? If I'm not talking about the problems at home, then, then my work spouse coworker now doesn't have the opportunity to fill that need, right? So we start building up those guardrails. And, and then the last thing I want to talk about is just the connection outside of work, right? We as a society spend so much time as it is at work. Let work time be work time. Let your nights and weekends or whatever your schedule looks like, the time that you aren't at work, by all means, use that time, not by all means, but I am going to encourage you. I'm going to, to beg you to make the time that you're away from work, marriage time, family time, pour into your relationship in that time. Because here's the thing, the two of you get precious little awake time together, unless you're working together, which is a whole nother show, but you get precious little time together. So take the time when you are together to water that garden, take the time to pour in to that relationship, take the time to see how we can make this grass greener so that you don't have to go look for what might be greener over there. And here are some ways that you can do it. You got, if, and I'm going to talk about some sexual and some emotional, because I think both of those are are the primary areas where couples tend to Mm -hmm. have a disconnect. All right. So if it's a sexual way, seven days of sex challenge, take something on, do a challenge, break free of something that maybe you guys don't know you could do. When we did our 60 days, we didn't think we could do it, but guess what? We did it and it transformed our lives. And there have been many couples in the one family who have done 60 plus days, seven days, 10 days, 14 days. Amazing. Take on the intimacy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Another way. 
that you guys can schedule time together on an emotional side. You guys got to work on your communication. Pick up our book, Connect Like You Did When You First Met. Ask questions more than just about work, laundry, and the kids. Believe me, we're tired of talking about the kids. Let's talk about us because we matter. Do a coffee break every week. You want to spend time with your spouse? Take an hour every week. Do a coffee break. On top of those, do some coffee dates. Just date time with, with each other. Before you know it, that time is filled with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is that you can't be sabotaging your current marriage situation because of your work spouse. The two of you need to have guardrails around the relationships outside of your marriage, right? The relationships that you have with the opposite sex. And this isn't something that you do wait and see if it'll become an issue. In today's society, you don't have the luxury of playing wait and see. It's something that the two of you need to address today. For those of you that are engaged or dating right now and listening to the show, please talk about it before you get married. If this has been an issue in your marriage, don't ignore it. Start talking about it today. Guys, we want to see you have extraordinary marriages. But the thing is, we want to see you have extraordinary marriage to the person that you stood up in front of God, friends, and family and said, as long as life shall last, I take you. That's the marriage we're focusing on, not your work marriage. That is a coworker relationship. Bring it back into what you have at home and watch what happens when that's where you invest your energy. Man, oh man, I cannot say it any better. My beautiful wife, Elisa, killed it right there. I love it. And what I'm going to just say is, it's true. We got, we got to bring it back home, guys and gals. Let, let's bring it back to making our marriages extraordinary. No matter what, may, what force may be coming from work or other places, whatever it is, let's focus on, on our marriage because that's what matters. And that's where we are going to find the joy that we truly, truly want in our lives. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week on the 400th show. Hit us up at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Bring in your hug. We want to read them. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and catch you next week. Love you guys.